You're listening to the NFL on TuneIn. It's No Huddle with Brian Weber and Cordell Stewart. Let's focus on the future of Case Keenum. Take you across the league with Matt Harmon from NFL.com. Matt, thanks for taking the time. Got to start with today's big trade. What do you make of the news that Robert Quinn will be on the move from the Rams to the Dolphins? Yeah, yeah, at first blush, well, for one, thank you guys so much for having me. Really appreciate it. It's a, it's a fun time in the NFL offseason right now. So much going on. And, yeah, of course, we're sitting here on a Friday. We get that news dump uh, that, that Robert Quinn's moving on to the Dolphins. And, you know, the Dolphins are a fascinating team right now because, obviously, they slapped the franchise tag on Jarvis Landry, which takes up a big amount of their cap space. Uh, and now they bring in a pretty big contract from Robert Quinn, for a position that they definitely needed, they had to get better in the front seven. I think they have some talented pieces in the secondary, and this is a nice addition to their defense. And then on the Rams side, this is a really intriguing move because Robert Quinn, I mean, he's, he's a good player, no doubt about it, but that, this clears a lot of cap space off their books. They're quietly moving up into the top half of the league in terms of cap space right now, which gives them a lot of room to not only at some point probably maybe extend uh, Marcus Peters, the cornerback they just brought in, but also take care of some of their own players like Sammy Watkins and LaMarcus Joyner, uh, whoever they don't slap the franchise tag on in the, in the coming days. Give me your take on the notion that maybe Carlos Hyde may not be uh, with the 49ers. Uh, but yet at the same time, I'm thinking, well, how about the 49ers moving to the first spot, uh, give up those two picks they got from Chicago last year, maybe the second and third round picks, and grab someone like a Saquon Barkley? That's really tempting because if, if you just look at what they did, uh, obviously last year they had Jimmy Garoppolo come in. Everybody knows the story. They win five games. They, big, they give him the big contract. Totally worth it. I mean, he was awesome to end the year. It does seem like that they – need that kind of finishing touch at the running back position. Uh, to me, I, I would love to see them really allocate those resources elsewhere, maybe even on the defense in the secondary, uh, because they do have Kyle Shanahan, who has obviously gotten a lot of production out of lesser talented backs, whether uh, he was with Washington uh, in, other, in other situations too. We've seen that system be able to crank out really talented or really good running back production despite not spending high-priority resources in the draft or free agency to get some of those players. I think that's kind of even a more tempting idea. Maybe try to get some of these low-priority guys, get them in a productive system, and then spend that money in cap resource or money in draft picks to kind of bring in some guys in the defensive secondary, maybe one more pass catcher to kind of finish that core around Jimmy Garoppolo. Matt Harmon, NFL.com, is our guest on the NFL on TuneIn. Matt, let's move to the combine with the quarterbacks on display tomorrow. Everybody except for USC quarterback Sam Darnold is expected to throw. Where do you come down on Josh Allen? I love the report yesterday from the performance guru. When we get to the pro day, he's going to throw it 90 yards on campus of Wyoming. So we know about the big arm, the big body. How concerned are you that he was wildly inaccurate in Wyoming, didn't even have a completion percentage of 60%. That's right, yeah. He, he's definitely a guy that strikes me as a bit of a project. Look, I know that NFL teams drool over size and tools and arm strength and everything like that, and I get it. Those are rare qualities. When you see it, it's hard to ignore it. Uh, but to me, I definitely think that I, I want to see maybe one of these teams in the back half of the first round take him and kind of let him marinate for a little while behind an established starter, uh, get, some, get some time to develop those tools because to me, yeah, I totally, it's not just statistically. Like, you see it on film. You see it when you watch him, him sail some of these balls, him be a little off target. It's not just the fact that he played with a, with a uh, supporting cast that's probably not up to par with some of these other guys, maybe a Rosen or, or a Darnold or, or what have you. Uh, I definitely think he needs some time, for, for sure. So I would like to see him 
uh, go go to one of these other teams. Really, honestly, what he does at a pro day is not going to make a big difference to me. Even It would be great to see him come out and shine if he's really accurate with the ball at the combine or his pro day, whatever. But those are really set conditions. Uh, so I'm not, I'm not all that interested in what he's going to do there. Uh, I definitely just think it's going to be about team fit and maybe not throwing him out there so early because he definitely has a great skill set. You just want to see it be developed right. How high do you think Lamar Jackson can jump in the first round if there is a chance? Look, I really like Lamar Jackson. and I don't know if you guys got, I got to see too much of his press conference today. I was watching it on our internal feed here at the network. He's not just, I mean, obviously on the field, super exciting player. I think he does obviously have the skill set to be a top-level quarterback. But I love the way he came out in that press conference and just really owned everything, you know, just threw it out there like, I'm a quarterback. No teams have asked me to be a wide receiver. I'm a quarterback. And even when some people kind of pushed him on the issue, like, well, would you be open to playing another position? He just he almost just kind of gave him the eye roll, you know. <laughs> I'm a quarterback. I've always been a quarterback. I don't see why I'm changing positions at this point. So I think all that's kind of nonsense. And I do think, look, when you're an NFL team, quarterback is the most important position on the field. It might be the most important position in sports. So I really would love to see him stick it out of quarterback, potentially make a team even better. And, and right now, rushing, when you're a quarterback that can run the ball, like it's just another added dimension. So I definitely see him being uh, picked in the first round. Wouldn't surprise me at all if he's a top-20 pick because you know the, the quarterback thirst is real, man. And I, I think some team is going to like him, going to like not only – what he brings on the field, but like that guy as the face of the franchise, that guy who commanded that press conference today, because we know that it, it's so much more the evaluation for those on the inside. It's more than just about what they can do on the field. It's about being a face of the franchise. It's about being a representative figure. And I, I thought Lamar Jackson really aced that taste test today. So Matt Cordell shares your opinion. If Lamar Jackson is indeed a first round pick, how many quarterbacks do you project going in round one? I think it's going to be these these four that we're talking about for sure, uh, and Jackson's going to slip in there too. You know, Darnold, Rosen, Mayfield, Allen, and, and and Lamar Jackson. I think all five of those guys get in there. I don't really see a, a clear dark horse right now. I mean, I, I know there are some some people that like Mason Rudolph. I'll tell you what, I, I just put out a chart the other day charting all of uh, – uh, James Washington's routes from the games that I sampled. And I thought there was a lot of yards left on the field by the quarterback at Oklahoma State. Um, Richmond kid, uh, Kyle Laletta, I think he's got some believers. But I don't think that any of these other guys are sneaking in the first round. I think it's going to be these five. And I think this is a pretty a good quarterback class. All these guys have a case to be uh, a face of the franchise type. As long as, again, they, they end up with the right team fit, they end up with an organization that has some clarity about what they want for the position. I think those five go in the first round for sure. With seeing Saquon Barkley being able to run a 4-4 flat and a 40 officially, does that pretty much solidify the things that he was able to do, especially early in the year where he was touted to be one of the Heisman Trophy favorites? I got to tell you, Cordell, it was almost more impressive to me than the 4-4-40 was the vertical jump. I mean, that, that really shows that lower body explosion. And I love when a combine result really backs up what you see when you watch the player on Saturdays in college. And I thought that Saquon Barkley was just so explosive laterally, can really make defenders miss in the open field. And what's even more impressive to me than what he does uh, on the ground as a runner is what he does as a receiver. I mean, this guy can make you think he's Christian McCaffrey sometimes with the way he runs routes and the way he makes plays as a receiver. And, and there's like a 40-pound difference between those two guys. That is 
wildly impressive. Uh, so to me, I think that's what's going to really. Like, I, I am a little iffy on whether taking a running back in the top half of the, the top half of the first round is a good move, considering there's just so many other valuable positions. Uh, and running back production really is replaceable by some of these guys in the later round, whether it's you know Kareem Hunt, Alvin Kamara, third round picks. Uh, but to me, what 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 can make you that pick worth it is the ability to not just function as a pass catcher, but be a true weapon as a receiver. And I think Saquon Barkley can be that weapon, which is why I think I'd be okay if a team wants to make that big investment in him. Matt, we appreciate the information. Enjoy the rest of the combine. Thanks for joining us today on the NFL on TuneIn. My pleasure. Thanks so much for having me, guys. Hope you guys enjoy the combine, too. You've been listening to No Huddle with Brian Weber and former Steelers quarterback Cordell Slash Stewart live on the NFL on TuneIn. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown. The National Football League is on. Tune in.